Greetings, Alpha Seekers. Um, so today's episode is novel. Uh, I am a member, I gather, of a real estate investors group on Facebook. And today, there's a post that asks, how does a busy older dad of three get started in real estate investments? So I thought I'd just go through the comments here. Um, and uh, one of the pieces of advice is to identify a area that you want to invest in. You know, location, location, location. So I think that um, the interesting question there is whether you do it close to home or whether you're willing to go further afield. Uh, my inclination would be to stay in your own, uh, you know, radius of driving certainly radius these days, you know, you've got to know the neighborhoods very well. And uh, you've got to have a realtor in my mind that you really trust. And in my case, that's Tim Stassi of Dwell One Realty. Um, highly recommended. So they can steer you clear of a lot of trouble um, because they know the property market, they know the location, they know the architecture style, you know, every community or city, an older city is going to have a lot different uh, housing stock than a, than a newer city like a Phoenix. And there's things that you need to watch out for that you wouldn't have, say, in, you know, a, a warmer area or a dry area or what have you. Um, some of this isn't particularly... Um, Enlightening, so I'm flipping. I'm reading this so you don't have to. Uh, another question is you know, are you looking to flip or build long term wealth with rentals? And uh, I think flipping opportunities are pretty limited these days, although you know, we may have that change now. Uh, you could definitely flip back in the day if you could find foreclosures and shorts that were neglected, particularly and just do some superficial cleanup. But, you know, this whole TV series, House Hunters and all that, it's been, that's become a very crowded space. I think the rental market um, makes a lot more sense. And the dialogue here is that time is a factor, that if you're older, you don't have as much time to make money on it. And if it depends if you're looking for cash flow or, or quick alpha. Um, and we're kind of looking for both, actually. Because if you can find a place that's, uh, you know, underdeveloped and spruce it up, you increase the, uh, you improve the property with some fairly superficial changes, and you can raise the rents. And then that improves the cap rate. So, number one, your cash flow improves. And then number two, your equity also improves. And you can, you know, within a year or two, from what we've been talking about, you can you can pocket a gain of uh, like 50% on the, on the value of the property in a, in a good market. So, uh, that's pretty alpha to me, you know. Um, and you're certainly not going to find yourself you know, in a disaster scenario with rental property. Income property is very resilient, I think, even in times like this. Uh, but in any event, this guy's answer to that is that, 
Rentals, if you have the ability to leverage conventional lending, you need a good realtor and property management company. I mean, you can manage it yourself, but... Uh, and he says flips you can do if you have the knowledge and the team you need is a general contractor, realtor, title company, real estate attorney, and start building a buyer's list before you have properties. In other words, who can you sell it to? And then they talk about wholesaling, which was unfamiliar to me. Uh, a, more than one person here mentions a, a bigger pockets, which is like a real estate book, website, etc., etc., uh, which I've heard from my realtor is good, and my partner's big on it too. So I read through it, and makes sense. Um, now in the uh, wholesaling, you know, wholesaling supposedly is when you get a property under contract and sell it to a different investor. Apparently, state law governs that. So then you can still make cash flow. And you have a buyer's list. So in other words, you're going out and looking for stuff and you're you're buying it and then you're flipping it to people who are looking to do the flip, which is uh, interesting. So the other thing they suggest is uh, finding a real estate investors association and looking for mentors. So... Um, you know, that's a good idea. That's always a good idea. So, the other suggestion here is to set a schedule every week, look for deals. So, the idea here is to target, see 100 target properties, and then you'll get to know the market. Well, you know, that's fine. Uh, another book, and I can't recommend this, but I'm saying, I'm just telling you somebody here is recommending a book called The Miracle Morning. So, uh, what else do we have here? A lot of chaff, not much wheat. And again, let's partner up with a contractor. Do two or three properties to build wealth, then start to fix and hold to build out residual revenue, which makes some sense, you know. Do some flips, get some capital. Uh, now, according to this, here's a guy who's pitching a deal where you put in 50,000 and you get plus or minus 7 to 10,000 a year which sounds pretty good but i have nothing to, i have no idea yeah this biggerpockets.com um bigger b i g g e r p o c k e t s dot com so that that is a well regarded site not just by me but by my partner and my realtor so uh let's see Another one, start out small and don't risk a lot first. That's always a good idea. Um, local investment groups. There's somebody who says, uh, failing forward, plenty of free information. Uh, just do it. Go to Craigslist to look for properties. 
knock on doors, drive for dollars through Google Earth. I don't know what that technique is involving. I just pass it along here, folks. Uh, but don't get caught up in analysis paralysis. Uh, and here's somebody who says COVID has done nothing but make things better. So, and this guy, the way he makes money is, he says, massive amounts of imperfect action. <laughs> he was good at analysis paralysis and waiting till just this was in place and that. But he decided to just sin bravely, as we say. And uh, he says he's more of a marketer and brokers deals between investors and sellers in distress. Uh, other people's money, somebody suggests, and we believe in that. And you're the other people. Not seriously. Not seriously. We are trying to raise a distressed property fund. So uh, if you want to put some money in and uh, let us do all the work, Adventures Next, let us know. Terry Nugent at Outlook.com or 708-334-8414. Now here's a uh, eight-step process. I always like these. First of all, find out your why. Second of all, have a vision. Third, find a mentor and get educated. Four, learn to network. Five, take massive focused action daily. Well, that's a good idea. Um, I'm, I'm working on that. Uh, six, always have three exit strategies. So I suppose that would be buy, hold, or sell. I don't know. Or give the bank the keys if it doesn't work out. Maybe that's the fourth one. I don't know. Uh, seven, never quit. That's always a good idea. You never lose until you quit. You know what I mean? You're still trying. And then go. Eight is go. So that's his strategy. And let's see. What else we got here? Uh, here's somebody who says he lives in San Diego and does 15 or 20 flips 2,000 miles away from his house. Does construction. Um, let's see. He's says he continues to work hard and remains successful in his career and runs an investment firm. Uh, he sounds, you know, like worth talking to. Oh, uh, let's see. A uh, private lender. He can fund estate transactions and have the properties as collateral. So that's the kind of thing we're trying to do, you know. So, uh, again, if you're interested in that, let me know. Um... Uh, and I would, somebody advises you to quit your job and somebody else says don't do that, I would advise not to do that. Keep your day job if you can keep it, you know. But it's always good to have something like this to fall back on in case it's not up to you whether you can keep it. And we've seen a lot of that now in the COVID world. So the virus crisis. And then somebody asks here, are you wanting to invest in homes, land, commercial, etc., or all of the above? Um, somebody else says buy rentals and houses. Now here's an organization that I am not, oh, Central Indiana Real Estate Investors Association. And I'm thinking actually, as we shut down this state in Illinois for longer and longer, and it looks like the city is going to be longer than the state. You know, at some point, people who run businesses are going to run from the city and the state. And they're going to go someplace where they can do business. And that might be Indiana for a lot of folks here. So I think that, and I imagine Indiana is going to be a lot more aggressive on reopening, you know, certainly in the 
uh, southern areas of the state. So uh, I can see people moving out of here and going someplace where they can run a business. And so if that happens, then someplace like central Indiana might be a good place to look because you got to, you know, skate where the puck is. Uh, let's see. A lot of this is just joker things. Uh, $5,000, somebody says, put together five grand and then look in some place like Detroit or Baltimore, which is, you know, true. Uh, but you got to be careful in those areas because, number one, these cities may see an outflow of people because of the virus. People aren't going to want to live in, you know, congested, crowded areas. Uh, the wholesale thing seems to be a good place to be. Uh, make some calls, knock on doors, uh, drive around, you know, keep your eyes open. It kind of makes sense. I mean, I, I've actually found that it's easier for me at least to look for properties that are on the market uh, just by driving around rather than tr trying to search for them online. Um, you know, of course, you don't see the pre-market, and that's where a good realtor comes into play. A lot of times a good real like Tim Stassi, Stassi at twelve at Dwell One Realty, you know, he's got a network of people. Uh, you know, he's got deals with people who can't do the deals now because they don't have the money. He's got contacts with lawyers, uh, brokers, uh, mortgage guys. You know, that's the network you need to be in. And I'm very lucky to have Tim as my realtor. So, uh that's the end of the Facebook uh, feed here. So well, that's it for the today's episode. Um, I did have that one observation. I think that that makes some sense as a hypothesis, depending on how long this thing lasts, is that, you know, people may be leaving cities. People may be leaving blue states because they're more restrictive and going to red states. And politically, what that's going to do is make these red states more purple. And that has some long-term implications for the Electoral College and thus for the balance between capitalism and free markets and, and socialism and progressivism. So keep that in mind as a uh, overarching environmental analysis factor. Uh, but that's, that's kind of the direction we're going in anyway. And if we do move more toward the enhanced safety net and the socialist uh, view, you know, the Denmark model, uh, you just have to figure out what's still going to make money in those environments and, and what's going to be less uh, profitable. And that's something that, you know, needs further study in my case. I, my, my initial thought is that anything the government's going to be involved with paying for is going to become much less profitable. Um, healthcare, for example. But we'll see. Uh, maybe housing. You know, you don't know. It, it depends how it plays out and it depends if it plays out as a broader theme. Sometimes these trends reverse very dramatically. But I think all the demographics are pointing toward that being the, uh, the right side of history from an investor standpoint. And you need to act accordingly. Certainly higher tax rates, uh, capital gains, estate, ordinary income. So, you know, 
Uh, none of those things are very good for the alpha seeker as far as I'm concerned. Uh, so anyway, that is it for the weekend. I'm Terry Nugent. This is Alpha's Next. Uh, don't steal it, but please share it. Uh, we need more listeners, folks. But, you know, like that number eight said on that eight-step process, uh, never give up. I guess that was number seven, never never quit. So we never quit here at, at, at Alpha's Next. And uh, don't forget to go to the website, alphasnext.com. we got more exciting content coming out there every day. And uh, we will uh, keep on trucking here. So stay safe, live long, prosper, and we'll uh, talk to you, if not tomorrow, Monday. Bye-bye.